So, how to win an argument? <laughs> First of all, do you ever feel like you've won an argument? No, me? I don't think men ever feel they've won any arguments ever. There's just a kind of uh, fragile peace, isn't there? Always. I don't think I feel like I've ever truly won an argument. Well, I think that's. I, I think you'll find that if you go back <laughs> through your text history. I think you've generally always delivered the killer punch. I think. What I think, does it mean to win an argument? Well, it means you have to find somewhere, some way to compromise. You either have to completely capitulate and say you're right, I'm sorry, or you have to say let's agree to. But I hate, I hate nothing more than when you say, well, we'll have to agree to disagree on this, because that's your way of saying. You have no. The thing that frustrates me about rows is that there should be the potential in a row to make some someone or the person you're around with, you know, you namely. Uh, realise that perhaps they weren't right in the first place. No, I'm oh, sorry, I, I don't think I posed the question properly. What I meant was, what, what, what does it take to feel like one has won a row? Is it an apology? It's an acknowledgement that there was some truth mm. to what you were saying. I would say that I've done that. I don't do that all the time. But I've definitely said to you, do you know what, actually, I was a bit there and I did da-da-da and that wasn't right and I'm sorry. I, do, I have said that. But I, but my problem, and it's been the problem through our relationship right from the beginning, and you're so much better at it now than you were, but you used to say angry sorries. Right. And lots of women I know talk about this when they give the angry sorry and then they immediately want, then your partner immediately wants absolute resolution and everything to go back to normal. And the thing is, I might, I will never say sorry unless I really feel it. I just can't. You know what? You know where this goes back to? My mum, folks, when we used to do anything wrong, when my sisters and I used to fall out or whatever, you'd have to go upstairs and you wouldn't be able to, I've told you this before, Mark, you wouldn't be able to come out until you'd said sorry. Right. So I would come out and say sorry, and she would say, well, that's not a good enough sorry. What so then I'd have to go sorry? back into my room and then I'd have to come out and go, because I would be like, sorry. Right. So, Maybe that's so why you all would, became actors. So eventually, <laughs> what I did was to perfect a sorry mm. that was okay enough to get me out of my room and back downstairs. So that is, you perf so you were, perf so you act, your, you acted your apologies. But in my life, I never act a sorry. I can true. I have so many terrible faults, and I'm a madam, and I'm difficult, and I'm. But the one thing I do is I never lie a sorry. If I say sorry to somebody, I mean it so so deeply and why I sometimes will say let's agree to different we talked about this in a recent podcast didn't we and I was saying I can't believe it took me this long in marriage to find a way to get a kind of peace without anyone having to lie about a sorry and it's to say we're gonna have to agree to differ oh god that's like a teacher but what why does it have to be like a teacher no, it's just because it's nothing it's nothing no, but then disagree that, to but then disagree. But that's always in battle because it's got somebody's no. got to say something. No, 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 no. Why don't no. you like it? it? Because it's a total, total pseudo diplomatic way out. It, it, it's the most infuriatingly. Okay, let me tell you Let me finish. Why? It's the most infuriatingly passive aggressive way to end to end a row because what you're saying is I'm right. I actually think that's incredibly immature. And I know you are seven years younger than me. Oh, don't so start that. So I do that. have to give uh, that because uh, uh, I've come to this stuff and I am seven years older than you. 
It is actually a really immature agree, attitude. When you say, I, we'll just have to agree to disagree. For me, it's less what you're saying. It's more that the tone and the timing. And I think these two terms, tone and timing, which you've mentioned tone in terms of the tone of an, an apology. But I think you can say the words, <coughs> but you can sometimes say them at a certain time where it's clear what you're actually saying by saying let's agree to disagree is yeah. shut up, not interested, <coughs> not courting another part. Of the, I'm not saying that's what you mean all the time. I think I think you're being I think you're I think you mean it when you say it now that that's what the intention is. But I think when it's used as a tool in the toolkit of of row sort of you know you know diminishing Tools. diminishing a row or de defusing a row. Let's call it that. What's wrong with diminishing or diffusing a row? Because it's a tool that you pull out of the toolbox at often the wrong times. And you don't use it as a tool to diffuse. You actually use it as a tool ah. to shut up. So there's nothing wrong with diffusing or diminishing around. No, That's a good all. thing. That's no, that what, what, thing. what you mean is, if it's an inappropriate time where it feels like <clears throat> the conversation's been shut down or the argument's been shut down before the other person has fully... Has yeah, and fully also spoken. agree to disagree <laughs> says to the other person that perhaps... You know, and I think this is a really important point to make, you know, what the truth of any row is, there is culpability always on both sides because it's got to yeah. the row. Regardless of whether well, no, the original... Well, some relationships no, 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 are but, really controlling nasty No, no, well, of course, of course. Pictures, but I mean... But not all. Not but all by and large, if a row has oxygen and it keeps getting oxygen, you you know, you're both fueling it at a certain point. Even when, even if, it, even if the burden of sort of responsibility sits wholly on one side... You know, you both are making choices. It's like that idea often, you know, when people say, oh, I always choose bad boys. Yeah, but you always choose bad boys. Bad boys don't always choose you. I mean, bad boys choose you, but you choose bad. There's a two-way yeah. street here. And my point is, is that when you say agree to disagree, sometimes there's an element with most of our arguments where there's a sort of percentage of truth on both camps or there's a feeling of... This is what I felt. This is what I meant. So, for example, I mean, our riot rows often where I get most frustrated in our rows. And I, and I think this may be a gender divide thing here. And you said at the, at the top of this that, you know, you can think of many friends for whom who've, who've said this. Um, I think women and men feel they know what their partner is saying based upon gender general generalities, you know? So there's an assumption that I'm mansplaining or there's an assumption that one's being manipulative or there's an assumption that... And so what we tend to do, and it's kind of like, I understand why, is we, we lean on all of the kind of examples of rows we've had in the past and we assume the same thing is happening and mm -hmm. so we treat it in the Everyone same way. Steps back and, and that's my frustration, is that it, the, the, that approach to any row doesn't allow for change, doesn't allow for dialogue, doesn't allow for progress. And I think I genuinely, even when I've been, you know, whatever, I'm, maybe I'm in a mood, maybe I'm being disingenuous about how snappy I'm being or what my, what my demeanour is or whatever, or what my, my motivation was behind something I was saying, or maybe I was being needy or maybe I was being a bit controlling or whatever. You know, in that row, better to unpack it and understand it. So I often go to the lengths of wanting to explain us, it. The problem with us, I think... And we still have so much work to do on this. We have so much. It's just unbelievable how shit we still are at it after 20 years. Almost 20 years. 19. <laughs> In a um, week. We 
I mean, lots of people say to us, it's a miracle that we stay together because we're both Scorpios. Now, I take, obviously, Maddie says it more than anyone else. You shouldn't be together. <laughs> but but there is something in that. And, and it's, whether drinks. it's Scorpio, it's a similar character trait that we have, that we both, when we go, we really, really go. Mm. So when we get to the point where we're screaming at the top of our voices at each other, it's crossed over from any reason... It's not going to, we're not going to be able to reach any um, resolution. We're not going to be able to diminish it in those, in those times. And I, I hate that we still do that. We don't do it nearly as much, but I literally, I hate it so, so much when we do that. And usually, I think it's when we've gone past the point that we are actually going to agree with each other. And I think that's where the timing could come in and say, for us, let's agree to disagree. Mm. Because we both actually do know on a cellular level when it's going to go. When we're going to go beyond the point, we're just not going to agree. And then we go to terrible rage with each other. And it's fueled, and I go like batshit crazy woman, and there's no and and to agree to differ could stop it. Could stop it. Well, as I just said, and it's maybe, about when when it's suggested. No, maybe the thing is, maybe you just have a visceral response to it because, like you said, it's school mama, it's whatever. Maybe the ball's in your court, and maybe the good thing to do next time we feel like something's going to go batshit crazy that you say it. You choose the timing. But what is the end point of a row? Sometimes the, the problem with a row is no one, no one goes into a row wanting a row or expecting it to become a row. I think often rows a row... happen. Hang on, rows happen. I thought you asked me the question. No, no, but you I am. This, yeah, rows happen because inadvertently and by accident, two people discover that they can't hit upon the solution to whatever the, the initial dilemma was. Often why a row happens... It's like, okay, for instance, sometimes, and you will have exactly the same thing with me, so I'm never just saying one side. There'll be something that you're doing or a number of things that you're doing or a zone that you're in and I'm thinking to myself, and this is exactly what happens, I think, that I, I, say, for instance, I'm saying, say every single day you're drinking all the juice or something to give it, to give, to, to, to set up mm. a simple argument. It's annoying. And, and I'm getting annoyed and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to say anything about that juice. I, do, I just don't want to say anything because I just don't want the row and I just don't want... And this, I can't work out the way to say it without it just being, actually, can you just not drink all... Just not about... The, we never have arguments about things that simple. Um, and But now, after 19 years of marriage, something comes into my head and says, if you keep not saying this, you will get to a point, both of you, where you argue about it. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I try and talk myself down from it. And then I, I have lots of conversations about not getting into the rowing place. And sometimes I'm really viewing things and I'm like, is it this? Is it that? Is it? And then I can feel something rising me again. And so that's what I've learned. It's like to give a bit of time to something that is, is, is going in deep. Give a bit of time and see if you can work it out. Now, when we sometimes discuss things that previously 
probably within 48 hours of us being pissed off about it and we would have gone into a major round. Now what might happen is we might think about it for four, five, six days and then we might avoid the row or we might have a much lesser row than we used to, but it still seems to have to get to a point where it boils. It simmers and it boils. And the thing is, I think procrastination of what you're feeling in a relationship causes massive rows. So the things that I've learned over the years are to, and these are a bit, okay, these might be a bit of tricksy things. You know, you've got to have a few tricks up your sleeve. I was telling this to my friend the other day, actually. And a really good starting point is often to say, if you've had a bit of a conflap, but it hasn't gone to a bit to a major row, this is a bit of direct advice for you guys and girls, is to say to the other person, I've been thinking about what you said. Because it's human nature for anybody to think, oh, that's not, oh, have you been thinking about what I said? Because I think in a long-term marriage or a long-term relationship, everybody's thinking that nobody's listening to each other and nobody actually takes in. I've been thinking about what you said. Say it's something really contentious. Maybe you've said to me, I don't know, give me an example of something you could have said to me. As a bit of advice, you're trying to get me to do something that I don't want to do. I don't know. Maybe you were saying to me, um, I think you drink too much at the weekends, for example. Right. And we've been rowing over it for a few weeks. Yeah. And I've been digging my heels in a bit. And you've suggested that maybe I don't drink at all at the weekends. This is totally hypothetical. So the old days, that would get into a massive row, maybe. Now, with what I've learned about marriage, about relationships, I would do that. I would come, think about it, and come back to you. And I've been thinking about what you said, actually. Because if, if I'm feeling that I've been a bit wrong, but I don't want to totally come in and say, I've totally, been thinking about what you said, and actually... I don't want to do it. Though it, <laughs> though it pains me to say this, I think you might have been right. Pause, let the person answer. The person answers, and I go, yeah, but not with everything. Like, you know, maybe, maybe it's not good for my health or for our relationship that every Friday and every Saturday, I'm just that bit, little bit too pissed. Mm. But I don't want to give up drinking completely over the weekend. So how about if we say Friday nights, I'm not drinking anything because you're right, it's not good for my health. And good, but Saturday, I'd still like to get a bit squiffy. That's going to make you feel heard. That's going to be a compromise. That's going to be both people haven't had to completely acquiesce and hand over their power or whatever it is that they think. And it, that that is what I've learned about compromise in a marriage. Yeah, I think all of that is well and good and all of that makes total sense. I mean, I now know that when you next use the phrase, I've listened to what you've said, I may, I may cast my eyes a little skyward and go, all right, what's coming? But what you is... know with me, Mark, and you can use that as a trick even if you haven't thought about what they've said, folks. So talking to the listener here, because, sorry, I forget not everybody watches this on YouTube, so I'm pointing to the camera now because I feel like I'm talking directly to you. So if you're not listen, watching us on YouTube, head over there. Um, yeah, so, so say you, you don't really want to have thought about what your partner said at all but you just want to break the cycle, you can say, I've been thinking about what you said. Honest to God, they will love it. But actually, Mark, what you can know from me is I don't do it as an act. It's like, I don't say sorry if I don't mean yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, won't I say to you I've been thinking about it if I haven't. Yeah. Because I just think we know to, to each other too well for that. So if I say that to you, I'm genuinely saying that. But I'm also saying it is a trick. 
It's a little tool you can have in your box, even when you haven't been thinking about what. But you've is. still had the round before. This is about communication. Yeah, but you've, this this is about sort of damage limitating damage limitation after you've had the round. Yeah, the round will have happened. So, for no, example, no, I'm just trying to I was just no, trying no, to think of a small example. It's not just. If you've had the row, it's been if you've butting, been butting against something yeah, small, and you can feel like yeah. a big row is coming, it's right. one way of diffusing right. it. Or if you've had a massive row and you need to find your way back to communicating, mm. it's another... Well, no, I think it is a really important... I mean, it is a diplomatic move, absolutely. And there's nothing nicer than when you feel... And I think the reason rows happen and the reason rows go so wrongly for us is... Is that sense, rightly or wrongly, of feeling heard or not feeling heard? And I think that must be the case yeah. for everyone. It's that thing of, you know, and again, I understand what you're saying about agreeing to disagree, but I think any row, whatever strategy is used to get out of it, is, is unsatisfactory and will crop up again if either one of the parties feels extremely strongly that they haven't been heard. It will pop up again. Oh, absolutely. For the, for the person involved. Because you even, walk away with even if, even if, so, so say mm -hmm. if I feel I haven't been heard, but you've come up with this strategy and you've said it, and we've managed to we've managed to reach a diplomatic sort of, you know, agreement, and we're kind of in a much better place, and we're like, oh, well, we prefer getting on, because everyone prefers getting on, don't they? Then um, it will come up again. And like you've said the same thing with me, you know, you, you bite your lip about stuff to do with my sobriety and my recovery and then this and, and that, and then eventually it comes up again, and it will come up again. And it's it, the, the thing... I thought we were going to talk about was a little bit more that thing of, well, how do you avoid that row coming up in the first place? Because I don't think rows, I think everyone sets out with this idyllic idea of not having a row. I think most relationships. People is, I know that never have a row hate it. No, Absolutely. Who, in their relationships, who never have what? a row. Hate not having a row. Hate, I was going to say, hate not having mm. a row. So, so what? They... I don't understand. So why don't they, they don't row? like it because their other partner doesn't want to row, won't row. So closes it, just it down. Doesn't row. Some right. people just say, "Oh, I don't row." Right. And and that can feel quite aggressive sometimes. Yeah. Um, I mean, for example, so smart. I'm trying to think of a very benign example of something that's frustrating and I can feel is a, a little bit of a tinderbox. I know I have to remind you of things because you've got a very busy schedule. We've both got very busy. I've got a terrible memory. Both very busy schedules, but you also have a terrible memory. But what I've also noticed is you are always on the edge of thinking I'm micromanaging you, and I hate having to remind you of things, mm. but I know that if I don't, it won't. It simply won't happen. Mm. And it's an invidious position to be in, because I'm gonna be bitten, and you, you'll, give a yes, you'll give a little spark, and a look, and a, and I can see it. And, and it's just like, for fuck's sake, man, just sort your shit out. Do I feel know? like saying, just fucking sort your shit out. Put a reminder in your phone, yeah. your agents are the same. It's like, sort your diary out, because I don't want to be the I guy. No, yeah, because I, I don't. No, 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 no. You look furious. No, but in a minute, I want you to say, "I've thought about what you said." No, listen, I have <laughs> thought about what you so said furious. because actually, what happens there, and this is how you know two people in a relationship can just be coming from different angles. Do you feel I'm being controlling? Actually, and I'm no, not. No, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. One of the biggest problems in our relationship is you're always writing my script, but you never hand me the script. You've got the script, and the script is, now do you think I'm controlling? Whereas actually, what happens is, I'm very scared about my loss of memory. And actually, when I forget something, and somebody reminds me, and then I forget it again, I actually get really tense and really scared. And it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day, and I this was years ago, when my mum was having a bit of a problem with her memory. She was probably menopausal, actually, now I think mm. about it, because my mum has a fantastic memory now. And it was really frustrating me that she would kept pretending that she had remembered and everything. And I said to my dad, 
my dad's not one really for sticking up for my mum much. And I said to my dad, oh my God, it's so annoying. Why does my mum just admit that it's her memory? Why doesn't she just admit it? And he said, and he was really kind about it, he said, Have you, has it occurred to you that she might be frightened? And I didn't know what he meant. No, because I had no problem with my memory. And, I, and it really came to me that the other day. I thought, when I get tense with people, or when people say, oh, can't you remember? Or didn't you? It's, but it's never I'm said actually, like No, no, I'm not talking about you. No, 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 no. no, no, no my my sister always sure. says that to me. Oh, don't you remember? It's mm. like, well, no, I don't remember. That's mm. why I'm saying I don't remember. You don't say that to me. The girls say it to me all the time. But don't you remember? Of course they should. They're young and they're looking at their mum going, oh, for God's sake, can't you just remember? But actually, every time I don't remember, I do get a bit... So what happens is, I go, yeah, yeah. But actually, I'm just, I'm deflecting away from the fact that actually I'm just going, Fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot that again. Yeah, and, and oh I don't, I don't want to talk to, you know, yeah, and I wasn't meaning to talk in detail about how or why no, or no, the conditions which you forget stuff, but it's, it's, quite quite stuff, a, but it's a very good example. Because, because we didn't communicate that. Precisely, but, mm. but that is a really, because often when people, we say to people on our social media, we've had a round, they go, oh, what was it about? And we go back to it and we can't <laughs> think. It's about this kind of thing, actually. So it could be something as simple as in a day where there's a lot on, and I know what's happening and we'll write it down and we'll do da do and we'll do, we've got everything scheduled and things slip, 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 slip. And then I can hear how I feel like I'm, I'm being asked in the house to micromanage the situation, otherwise it won't happen. And in be, by becoming the micromanager, I become also the one that's going to get shot down. And then I get, so then I get funny and then someone turns around, you turn around to me and you'll say, why are you being weird with me? And I'm like, because you're being, you've been fucking weird with me. Well, and you're I like, mean, no, I haven't. I mean, and then it's like, no, there are right. No, no, but you see how that... But, but that's, I just think that's a so, really good example yeah. of not explaining back and forth. And so this is, this has been an argument between us for quite some time actually. And at one point we were writing down in the morning because we work from home together and we do do a lot of stuff. And at one point we were writing it down, weren't we? So another miscommunication. Then we stopped writing it down. Then I said to you, can we write, can we start writing it down again? And I don't know what it was about that that annoyed you, but something. And then I felt because we about write it down, because, and then you forget, and then it because was... it felt like you were you were being micromanaged back the other way. And this is a lot of a problem in a relationship, isn't it? Everybody, I bet the listener now or the viewer now is thinking, "Oh my God, that's me. I always feel like I'm being told, and I'm being da da da." Because I think you know what we should all give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back because it's fucking hard to live with somebody else. And it's fucking hard to be told by somebody else something that needs to be done. And you've got to do... No no human likes that, actually. Nobody does. So I think the fact that a lot of the time we manage it when we're two such strong characters mm. and when it goes wrong is when we're not communicating and we're actually shying away from saying the thing. Mm. Procrastination, procrastinating emotions leads to fucking disaster and leads to rouse. I just want to flag up for the for the... Well, for the male or the female viewer or listener, um, I mean, my my I get drawn into, and I think I get drawn into. I think I have a really. I don't know if it is unusual. That's why I want to know what people think. When I'm in a row, I want to resolve that row in a logical way. I want to. Exp I feel that if my behaviour has been incorrect, say, or inappropriate, and I mean that in the lightest sense, you know. But maybe I'm, you know, I'm the one who's been whatever the problem Enough. is. Yeah. Uh, I've been moody, I've been, whatever, whatever it is I've been. An arse. I, yeah, but hang on. <laughs> Sometimes, as you've just explained, you've given a very 
detailed explanation as to why it is you struggle to remember things. There's a very valid potential reason. It's perimenopausal. It's, no, it's I'm past menopause. No, no, yeah, menopausal. I'm talking about over the years. You've been menopausal, and and it's brain fog, and it's stuff that leads you, and you're panicking about it. And you're so you're going through a private narrative. I'm going through yeah, a huge yeah, emotion. Yeah, you're going through your own sort of, you know roller coaster of kind of is it this is it that am i this is it this am i this am i gonna die what? and fuck off because all you're doing is reminding me of it by asking me questions and exactly. telling me stuff but, yeah so you're going through that all i try and do sometimes is i feel the most unsatisfactory end to rouse is when i feel that there's a lot of explanation not and there's a difference here between explanation and justification i'm more than i'm more than willing to take, on, take it on the nose in a round, say, okay, all right, well, I was this, and I, I hear you on that, and I hear you on this. But can you please just understand where A, B, and C came from? And I think sometimes where I get frustrated with us is you're not interested. You're not interested in why it happened, you're just interested in the fact that it happened. And that the symptom of whatever something is, the row and how, it, how that row plays out, becomes almost overwhelms. And then I find I have to apologize because we've rowed and then there's a kind of kernel of an original thought. And I look at that original thing and I think, well, that was a frustration and a dissatisfaction about something that I've just got to let go for the sake of, what's your dad's phrase? Do you want the argument with the gatekeeper or do you want the grapes behind the gate? Why can nobody ever remember that phrase? Do you want the argument with the gatekeeper of the grapes or do you want the grapes? They still don't understand it. There's a man, there's a gatekeeper protecting the grapes. Yeah, but you say hello, or your grapes right. look lovely. Could I have a little sniff of them? Okay. Could I maybe try and one? Or think, do you go up to him and go, give me the grapes? But I think that for, I think that really, certainly in sort of men and women, sort of, you know, uh, the dynamic between men and women is is, is one of feeling that, that both halves feel in different areas, that they just have to let go of something. And that's something, I think maybe we hit upon it earlier in this conversation, I think unless you get to the nub or into the detail of what it is that keeps coming up, unless you allow each other to be heard on that at some point, you are going to forever have the same argument. I mean, they often say about artists and filmmakers and writers, they're writing the same book a million times or they're making the one film a million times. I think Couples in relationship, have the same have five the same, rounds. Sorry about that. My storage... Came to an end. You're just um, saying about that most couples have the yeah, same. Yeah, and I think by the, by the same extension, I think most couples have the same rouse, or it's the same sort of essential quibble at the back of it. Um, but what if, everybody wants, and actually, you know, sometimes when we've been having a massive round, I go, "You just don't know," or you say, "You just don't know," and we will say to each other, "Go on then, tell me what it is I've said." Actually, when that is said angrily in that way. If you go to the child in that person, they are actually saying, what am I trying to say to you? Because if you if you can let me know that you've heard me, it's not, it's not necessarily about agreeing. And that's why I think a good way of doing the let's agree to differ is to say, what, what I'm hearing is, Mark, is that you don't want me to have this vaccine. Say it's an anti-vax thing. One of us mm. wants the vaccine, the other one does, doesn't. And you say to me, listen, I've heard you 100%. I've heard all your arguments as to why you don't want a vaccine. It breaks my heart because I really want you to have it because I'm scared for your da-da-da and whatever. Mm. But we're going to have to agree to differ because we've been arguing about this for weeks and weeks and weeks and now we have to agree to differ. Yeah. But I think, it, I think if you say to the person first what you believe them to have said... Then, like, if you think about therapy, when the therapist says, I'm hearing 
that you're saying da da da. Mm. I'm hearing that that's very painful for you. I'm hearing that you feel sad about that. It actually feels really nice when a therapist says that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's another little tool in the toolbox of how to not, I mean, win a row, but for everyone, the way that everyone wins is if the row ends and everyone feels well, a exactly, bit better. Exactly. It is to say, I, I believe that you've said this. Is this what you're trying to tell me? Is this what you're feeling? Mm. And say, is it? Don't say, it is. Mm. I mean, the other thing that's good, good thing to have in the toolbox, and we'll end on this probably, uh, is to not, is to avoid getting low down and dirty in a row, which you're incredibly masterful at, mm. which is pulling in other stuff. So, you know, you're having a row about something, say, like the micromanaging, then it flips into feeling about control, then it flips into being a, a typical male, then it flips into how I was a jealous person back then, then it flips, and suddenly you find yourself becoming mm. this demonic monster. And you're like, well, hang on a minute, we but, were just talking see, about this. But, but you see, that is what is really important, is if you're talking, if only, like, if, for instance, when sometimes I've said to you, can I talk to you about... And you go, oh, God, what is it? What do you want? What is it? Oh, no. And actually, it would work much better for me if I could say to you, listen, can we just talk about something? But you hate it so much when I say that. No, that's wouldn't. my most hated thing. Like you a wouldn't. five-year-old, you like say. Five -year -old. Oh, I would love it Why if I said... Why just, don't if have I just said, one line uh, to look, get into look, it. No, I want to sit down. Can we just talk about... Okay, so if we said, can we just talk about something? And I say... For orange juice that you keep drinking every day, it's never been orange juice. Um, listen, and then you can just keep it to that row. And then if you can, if we can say, I'm hearing now that you're really pissed off about the orange juice, I'm going to try not to say anything about that. Okay, I don't believe you, but let's agree to differ, for instance. Okay. Because the trouble is, it builds and builds, because I dread going to you, can we talk about something? Because you go, oh my Why do you need to use it? Oh no! Jesus, <laughs> now! Now! <laughs> Admit it. <laughs> I do, I do. Right, but what's the line I could say instead then? Just not that. Anything what? else. I'll leave it to you. No! Yeah, you find a line. I, but just not can that. We talk, can we talk about the Can we juice? have a word about something? No, God, fuck no, off. Because no, because what I'm trying to do you. when I actually do yeah. that <laughs> is I'm trying to just be grown up and say, can we just talk about this? <laughs> it becomes a row. But what happens is that has become so contentious, me saying, can we talk about something? And come on, men, a lot of you are like that. You won't just sit down and have a discussion. If a man was to say, can we talk about something? Women would then say, you're mansplaining, you're no, controlling. You're just, just, if you say there's something really true. that's really pissing me off, can we talk about it? I would love it. If I if that became my my credo, if I kept saying to you, well, can I talk I'm, to you I'm about something? You'll be like, if I if, if that if, I'd if I'd it. said it twenty, yeah, but you if don't I'd know you're it, writing. If I'd said it twenty times and you're over there making yourself a coffee and your backs to me, and I go, can we talk about something? I know for a fact after the twentieth time, you'd look at the wall and you go. Well, it wouldn't be 20 <sighs> times. Look at you giving an impossible situation. Well, it's been over 20 times that you've said that line. Mark. Use a different line. Mark. Anyway, we better go. Mark. We're going to have a round. No, because we need to finish this. It's what you've got to... Okay, okay. Obviously, 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 it's not good to say, can we talk about something that's pissing me off? Because it's putting you in a place of attack and defence. You say, you, if, but, it, but surely... You can't find anything more benign than saying, can we have a talk about Now, maybe the thing to do is always to say, what time would be a good time? Oh, no. Because oh, you always, no. always say to me, no. oh, now, no. now, before lunch, time. now, 
before this phone call. Now, before I was going to take a shit. What? There's time? never a good time. Oh, God, this is getting worse by the minute. What time can we have a chat about something? Or, ah! or would you like it to build up and then you have a massive screaming row? Your choice. No, I just, just that we need to find other words. You give me the script. I'll find them. As I say, okay. you're a great writer. Trouble is you never hand the script over. Oh, okay, all right. I'll hand you the script. Well, if you've enjoyed this, guys. <laughs> Don't um, know if it's been any years. Uh, have we talked about <laughs> how to win an argument? We've ended up arguing. <laughs> how, to, how to have an how argument. How to have an argument. Oh, bloody brilliant. Uh, do subscribe, guys. If you're listening on a podcast, do uh, hit the stars and leave comments and all that kind of malarkey. Uh, subscribe. You can subscribe to the podcast just as a listening thing. So, uh, And if it's your first time to YouTube, you're watching us on YouTube, have a look around the channel because we do movie reviews, TV reviews, we do mm. cookery, we do mental health shows. Showbiz. We do showbiz. We're just about now to pack up and do our coffee moaning, yeah. which we do every morning, which is where we sit for about half an hour with you guys. We have a bit of a chat, we have a coffee, we digest the news and we bemoan our lives and since we cheer each other up. So yeah. join us.